Books with the Boys Book Review. All right, guys. So in this episode, we're going to talk about Brave New World. By the way, it's Davis, Gavin, Connor, and Aiden. Yes, sir. Got the whole crew what here. Up? With the boys. So today we're talking about Brave New World and uh, just our, our thoughts about it as a whole. Um, and we'll be discussing several of the main themes. Um, let's just start off. What, what do you guys rate this book out of 10? Good old confused out of ten. Okay, we got a confused. Fair enough. I'll give it a one. No, not a one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like a Good four. Ass. A four for understanding wow. and a seven for enjoyment. Okay. A one. Wow. Okay. Definitely an experience to read. Didn't really understand what was going on, but it was a great time. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. I was entertained. That's a that's a big eight for me. I uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it had some good social commentary. Uh, a little high on the weirdness scale, but um, yeah, I think overall enjoyment was good. It definitely sparked some good conversations, especially like when you look at the historical context of when he wrote it. It was in the middle of prohibition mm-hmm. and, um, and industrialization, things like that. Yep. So it was just all all that stuff was kind of happening so i think that was a huge part of why he wrote uh the book and like with the messages that he did kind of like his response to what was going on at the time right yeah yeah and you think about this book it was written in 1931 uh, looking back today you know almost 100 years later and this guy alice huxley kind of a kind of a prophetic guy when yeah you know, when you think about it like for sure talking about, like <laughs> sexual engineering, um, mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, genetic engineering and um, drug use, uh, promiscuity, things I mean, like that. Especially today with how you look at like, just how teens like so widely use like vapes and nicotine mm. and that type of stuff. Like that was, that's almost like exactly how he described it. Like people just constantly mm. using drugs as an escape from the real world. Yeah, yeah, and I would I would say one difference is like it's not like state sponsored. Today, yeah, but yeah, that's the other yeah. thing. Right? Like, it's very much yeah. the opposite. You the have, government you is have like, to smoke weed. Approving <laughs> of it, right, right. But it's still a very prevalent thing. Adding weed as a substitute to ha- having a fruit in the lunch line, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you yeah, really no. know some weed. Kids. We're not there yet, uh, thankfully. So. Thankfully. Yeah, I, I, I do think that the role of drugs in Brave New World is, is just a really interesting thing to look at, though, because Soma, like, it's a, it's more than an outlet for the people. It's, like, their life. Yeah, it's know. a way of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so instead of just going to it when, like, they feel sad or whatever, they they go they go to it when they feel anything. Like, yeah, the they go the book, to it to feel Right, anything. right, right. Yeah, so Linda, at the end Without of the book, she's it, like... It's just, what's going on? essentially just acts as kind of the backbone for society yeah yeah not not uh the greatest backbone we've ever seen yeah uh, it kind of reminds me of like how in our society today we're so dependent on technology and like mm -hmm. social media and stuff it's kind of it's social media is very similar in the fact that it's like for them their source of dopamine and happiness is the soma and for a lot of people today their obsession with social media is 
that type of yeah. happiness. I mean, you go to that just to feel something. And I would argue that it's similar, similarly harmful. Uh, oh, for absolutely. sure. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I, I mean, social media is similar to the Soma and like you can, you can like get away. But sometimes, it, I mean, it doesn't even give you like the fake happiness, you know? Sometimes mm-hmm. it just makes you depressed. So, yeah. Definitely not a perfect substance, but right. I mean, they don't really know of any other ways to achieve their happiness. It's all dependent mm-hmm. on literal drugs. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that they do is just like, there's no sense of like sexual intimacy, really. Mm-hmm. It's just like, their whole motto of everybody belongs to everybody is just so skewed in like how it actually portrays relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like so there there are no relationships with commitment. Uh, all relationships are like no mm-hmm. strings attached, one one night stand or whatever. I mean, we're definitely moving more towards that. Like when you just look at how what dating has become, it's no yeah. longer like. I want, I'm dating this person with the intent to like spend the rest of my life with them for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Like the majority of people, it's just become something they do for fun. Essential. Yeah. yeah, Sexual. I mean, like there's so much just to like to feel something. You need Mm -hmm. someone there to feel something. Yeah. I remember in AP Lang last year, we were reading this thing. They said like the average age people lose their virginity is like spring of 11th grade, which is so wild. That's ridiculous. Which is like nuts. Um, so yeah, it's, it definitely proves that like people are, are moving towards more towards promiscuity and like being promiscuous above, um, having, I mean, even friendships, you know, you don't have, you don't yeah. have to be someone's friend to even do that, you know, uh, at this point in life, just meet some random person like, Hey, you want to do this with me? Two days of Snapchat and boom, you're in the bed. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Let's change the subject. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, another interesting development in the book that we want to talk about uh, is John, Mr. John Big the Savage. Savage. Uh, so we actually don't even meet him um, until about halfway through the book, which I was really confused about it at first because I was trying to figure out if Bernard or like mm-hmm. Lenina was the main character. I looked it up and they were like, it's John. And I was like, who is John? <laughs> you know? They kind of were at the beginning, but as John was introduced, they kind of fade into the background. Right. Yeah. I think that's kind of important because to introduce him halfway through, it's good to like set the scene so you know how the world state works and then introduce someone that's not in the world state to respond to that. Mm-hmm. It's kinda, yeah. Someone who's almost more recognizable <laughs> yeah. as someone that would seem almost normal in contemporary society mm-hmm. and seeing how that meshes with yeah. the world state. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and John, like being basically raised on Shakespeare, um, mm-hmm. has such a different philosophy on on life that than all the other world state people. I mean, again, you can like with how almost prophetic he was about writing that. Like, you look at today, and kids don't like kids like that are five and six years old today barely like read books. Yeah, like they go home and they instantly just want to like go play Roblox or Fortnite or watch YouTube. Right. I do think it's, it's comparable to um, like the, uh, you know, off school golf games or whatever they had in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like people are, are not being um, 
to not using their time to read or, or to learn as much anymore, especially young Definitely. kids. I would say that, yeah, like you said, they're drawn to video games and things like that. All the sticky iPad kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just time time vacuums to the max. Is blasting Cocomelon 24-7. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, so John the Savage, um, he, he starts out pretty strong in the book. We're like, oh, yeah. He's a kind of spirals. Yeah, he definitely a spiral kind of character. (laughs) Yeah. And the ending is just. Bro is struggling. Yeah, dude. Dude needs help. But um. Yeah, I don't even know. Like John, John just uh, everything about him is contrary to the world state. Interesting characters we've ever had to read about. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, this ending kind of reminded me of like the Grapes of Wrath. Just the ending of that unsettling <laughs> just aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, it just don't, makes you feel so uncomfortable. Don't you know? remind me, please. Think, oh my god. A big part of how he writes that is like. Keep going. You got it. Great. A big part of how he writes that. I know. Somebody else go. Okay, a big part of how he writes that is. is um, yeah, I think just trying to make make an impression on the reader, you know, like similar to mm-hmm. Grapes of Wrath, it's like you're not gonna really forget the uh, the last mm-hmm. scene in the book, especially when it's something as violent yeah. or yeah, it's the last scene, so it, it sticks in your brain the yeah. most. Right. And I think he was. This is what I was thinking. I think a part of why he chose that ending was he was showing that like the good guys don't always win, yeah. mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. in a place like this where it's like he's really one of the only people there that still had morals yeah right or like modern morals as we see it yeah besides like the controllers um who had morals but just chose chose science or like when Mufasa literally says he chose science and the pursuit of a happy society over like morals morals and art and things like that he was i think he was just trying to show to show how like it's not always a winning battle yeah, right. It's gonna take a lot more than just one person to overthrow a whole government. Mm-hmm. And I think that especially the end of the book really does establish the world state as this truly tightly knit, well coordinated mm-hmm. society that's designed to not fail, regardless of people like John the Savage posing a threat. But ultimately, it, he just can't it's not finish the job. Right, and and I think it shows that like the things that the world state tries to do well, um, they do very well, um, even if those things may be you know immoral. Like just for example, uh, like everyone belongs to everyone, right? Like the mm-hmm. one of the last scenes of the book is when like the orgy before John takes his own life. It's like they're they're yeah. really good at that. That's that's a thing. Um, book <laughs> just casual religious orgies. Because why not? Never thought right. I'd hear those two words in the same sentence. Religious orgy. Right. So yeah, John. Thanks, Huxley. <laughs> yeah, Huxley. Huxley has a way of uh, surprising yeah. me like that. Mm-hmm. It's good because we're we remember it. It's kind of a. I mean, it's a dark, dark ending and just dark ideas in the book, but that's what's going to drive yeah. points home instead of. 
Right. I mean, it's definitely going to stick with you for a while. Right. It's a dystopian like, novel. So yeah, I feel like that's more like realistic because it's not going to work out all beautifully sunshine and rainbows all the time. Mm-hmm. So to end on like such a sad note, it's kind of more realistic if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think Huxley was just trying to show like the uh, how um, life, like you said, like the the good people, the good people don't always win, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, Sometimes you do your best to, to make change and you have idealistic views of the world and you have a, a vision for what you want the world to look like and you end up just killing yourself. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's, I mean you're, you're not, not wrong. wrong. That, that's one way to put it. <laughs> oh my God. That was a little, a little abrupt, but I'm, what that's I'm trying true. to say is like, even when you think you have everything going for you, like things could still go wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I'm not encouraging anyone to uh, take their own life by any means. No. Just saying Huxley's disclaimer here. Didn't, yeah, you're obviously, not like, encouraging this behavior. Huxley's just demonstrating that things go awry, even when you don't want them to. But that was our review right. of Brave New World. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, again, this is Davis, Gavin, Connor, and Aiden. Woo! We're books with the boys. Woo! We're out. Signing off. Catch you in the next episode.